0: Dennis Prager here. If you have a business or real estate dispute, I strongly recommend that you call Barack Lurie. Barack, you recently handled a case where one brother was suing his two brothers, your clients. What happened? Well, Dennis, the two brothers struggled but succeeded to build three restaurants. But when the third brother returned from being out of the country for 20 years, he sued to get one third of their business. He claimed an oral deal between them because he had once worked as a cook for them. So what did you do? Well, during trial, we got him to acknowledge certain key dates and to his complete lack of documentation. So when his side rested, we asked the court for what's called a directed verdict, a motion that gets rid of a case after fatal facts come out during trial. And the court agreed, shooting down all but one of the brothers' causes of action. And we settled that one for a very small amount and excused the jury. And justice was done. My friends, you know that I trust Barack Lurie with my own business and other legalities, so to make sure a deal is done right, call him for your own legal issues at 866-575-8111. That's 866-575-8111. Fighting for what's right, Barack Lurie at Lurie & Park, 866-575-8111. Hi, this is Bruck Lurie, and this is the Bruck Lurie Podcast. With me is my good friend and producer, Ari David. Always a pleasure. And uh, it just, <laughs> I have to laugh right away uh, because on my Sunday show, which I have on Carolei every Sunday at 10 o'clock, I have um, uh, my, my producer there, he requests that I provide a topic for the next uh, Sunday. Right? So like right away, the next day, the next day like right away, he asks me for a topic. And that's, that's all good and well. But the problem is there's not enough news that has happened since then. So I'm, I'm, I always try to push it to the last minute because I want some news to develop in the meantime. So, so now, come on, Brock, are you ready? I, you know, Larry Marino really wants to, to voice over your, what you're going to talk about. And I, and I delay and delay, hoping that some news happens so I can actually talk about it. So last week, for example, was the Jonathan Gruber stuff, and and that happened. But then it dawned upon me that I'm really safe to say the following on every episode, every time. This Sunday on the Brucklery Show, Bruck will talk about the latest scandal, (laughs) dogging the White House. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Yeah. And and, there will always be something. (laughs) Right. There's always a new one. It's a placeholder. It's a great placeholder. I will always be right because... (laughs) As we talked about, we were joking, but we were, it turns out we we're very realistic about it. it, it, it the scandals are, are coming aplenty uh, every hour, not every week, every hour. It's, it's the, um, the latest, of course, being John Gruber and uh, the scandal that has befallen them. And then we have another thing about Ferguson, which is apparently coming out as well. So Ferguson, uh, well, okay, I'll, I'll give a hint. Apparently, it turns out that... Uh, Obama has met with the leaders of, to the extent there are some leaders in the Ferguson movement. This is the, the people who are protesting the Michael Brown death, and they are claiming that the officer, uh, what's his name? Uh, Darren Wilson. Darren Wilson, yeah. That uh, he murdered the boy and uh, should be indicted and ultimately convicted for, uh, for, for murdering him. Uh, never mind that the facts uh, seem completely contrary to that. They, they, you know, it's more important that there be this acrimony, this, this tension. And uh, it, it turns out that Obama likes that, right? It's, it's a fantastic distraction for him because, first of all, he didn't cause that riot. He didn't cause the, you know, he, he, he didn't create he didn't the situation. That? <laughs> he didn't create the situation where Officer Wilson killed Michael Brown, right? So he gets, but he gets to opine about it, that's for sure, and he needs that. And I'm sure he's gunning for any other conflict similar to that. What a strange world we live in. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Back to Jonathan Gruber. He said that that the um, the whole Obamacare thing would be a great thing to to pursue because, and we could pursue it. It's all political, as he understood, because the American people are stupid. He can, we can ramrod this through. Uh, we're stupid, and uh, we'll do this all this obfuscation and be not transparent completely to make sure that the stupid CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, also doesn't figure it out and does not declare it to be a tax, which of course would be, would be death to the Obamacare vote. So therefore, let's uh, do this, you know, um, shuck and jibe situation, and uh, people will be so confused and they'll just ramrod it through. Because they're so stupid, you understand. And then it struck me, uh, just today, actually. You know, why are, we be so, why are we so insulted? I mean, why are we conservatives so insulted? He was not insulting us. He was insulting those people who would simply blindly follow Obamacare. Well, last I looked, I don't think that the conservatives have at all blindly followed Obamacare. On the contrary, you and I and, and every conservative I know and certainly every conservative who voted against it in the House and the Senate um, have said this, this is crazy. This, this will not work, they, they saw right through it right away. It wasn't partisan for the sake of being partisan. It was very clear that this was a very dangerous idea. So we're not the stupid ones. Jonathan Gruber, it's your own party that are the stupid ones. They're the ones who've adopted it. And, and if you're a liberal and you, <clears throat> and you still think Obamacare is a great idea, after all it's obvious Stupidity, And it doesn't work. It's creating more premiums going wildly up the roof. And you can't choose your own doctor. You can't choose your policy. And and, 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 if, and if you think you have a great policy under Obamacare that's far better than your previous one, nobody's accepting it. I mean, it's, it's like going forward with uh, a different currency all of a sudden. And, and you know, uh, if somebody said, uh, here are some Obama dollars. Use them. Right? And then you... <laughs> And you say to yourself, I don't think these Obama dollars are going to work. Oh, trust me, it'll work. And by the way, you're getting a lot more Obama dollars than you would in your salary. If you're making $100,000 before, well, here is $300,000 in Obama dollars. And then you go out, you're all excited because now it's $300,000. And uh, you go out and you try to buy, uh, you know, McDonald's Big Mac. And they say, what the F is this? (laughs) I don't accept this. Get the hell out of here. Right, it's like Monopoly money. You wouldn't you, you wouldn't go to McDonald's and say, "I've I've got uh, you know with the the guy who plays the um, Monopolist guy, whatever his name, with the mon- the, the monocle and, and that funny hat. <laughs> you show him a, a, a dollar bill or a five dollar bill that's equivalent to the to cashier girl, and she would say, w- "What, we, sir? We don't accept this." Well, that's the way it is with Obamacare. That's what it's all about. They they, they it's a complete lie. They give you these these perks that no one's accepting. Okay, so I, I call them nothing. If no one's accepting it, it's nothing. I mean, it reminds me of the definition of, or the explanation of why money is accepted. Do you know why money is accepted?
1: Because it is.
0: Right, because it is accepted.
1: And when <laughs> and it's, it's like, not,
0: we have a problem. That's right. People accept your money because they know that, that it will be accepted by somebody else when they want to exchange for goods and services. That's, that's why. And it won't happen. I mean, all these hospitals are simply saying, uh, "We're not interested in Obamacare. We're, we're not taking those insurance plans. Thank you very much. Bye-bye." Okay? And they're not even taking Blue Cross or Anthem anymore because they're all corrupt anyway, they're, they're, or they're just bizarrely administrative, and they, they don't get the payout that they want. I just learned that Cedar Cedar is Sinai here in Los Angeles is basically saying to every patient, uh, "We'll only accept our own insurance." They're creating their own insurance plan which I think is brilliant, of course. And, and it's going to be much more efficient. Uh, and they, they have, I don't know, 100,000, a community of 100,000 people. What a fantastic self-insurance system they have. Why, why should they syndicate the insurance when they can keep it in-house? They, they, and they know their own system. They know their own codes. They don't have to, to, you know, to, to go to a different state to figure out whether or not uh, it, the procedure will be accepted. Right? F yeah. that. F that. You know, so why not just have your own system? And, that's, and, and I'm, I'm wondering now maybe Obamacare might be the greatest thing since sliced bread because it's it, not because Obamacare is going to uh, no, be, okay. be accepted into land, yeah. but because it'll force the capitalism, it'll force a free market system. Ta da! Isn't that special? <laughs> uh, but anyway, going back to John Gruber. So he says this stuff and he, he thinks we're all idiots. But really, it's it's not about us. It's about you liberals. And then it, it, it made me wonder. You know, this is emblematic, and I said this on my Sunday show, it's emblematic of all liberal policies, isn't it? I mean, think of global warming, which is the most obvious one that you can think of uh, right offhand, right? Um, they think that you're an idiot if you believe in it, of course. Now, you and I don't believe in this nonsense. We have many questions about it. They call us the skeptics, as if somehow the standard is to believe in, in global warming, and you know we're, we're skeptical of it. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it's man-made by any stretch. Whether the Earth is warming or not, that's just a normal cycle. But that we are actually responsible for it, I, I don't have any evidence of that. And I don't know if we could do anything about it anyway. And even if we are, how much is it, right? How much impact are we making? And if we, if we did roll it back a little bit, what effect would that have? Would it have any effect at all? I don't know. And, and, and that's just America we're talking about. And getting the Chinese on board and India on board and, and all the other big industrialized nations on board, uh, if they don't participate, well then, it doesn't work. You know, the, the, the global warming problem is that it's the same problem as socialism itself, as communism itself. Communism would only work if everyone, literally everyone, is on board. Okay, and uh, global warming is the same thing. It won't work, M- meaning the anti-carbon business and the rollback of all the technology and the gasoline-guzzling that we have. It won't work unless every single country is on board. So good luck with that, I, I, you know. I, and, and that's assuming that, that we can even do anything about it. it and that's and that's further assuming that we are responsible for the. Pollution in the air and such. That's getting better and better every year. So go figure that out, you know, Batman. <laughs> I, I i don't... Okay. So they think you're an idiot in the global warming thing. They also think you're an idiot when it comes to minimum wage, right? Because they... they, they you, you I mean, it's, it's so clear as day that if you imposed a minimum wage, uh, at the end of the day, you would lose... Uh, you lose your job. You're likely to lose your job if you're a pizza guy, let's say, and you deliver pizzas and you're making um, a minimum wage or whatever it is, or close to minimum wage. And and they're you know they tell your boss that he has to now give you something that's beyond the wage that you're actually making now. Uh, well, you're gonna lose your job, my friend. You, you think your employer can just keep on paying it?
1: Or the whole pizza place goes out of business, and then all the yeah. people who would have made money off of a guy making less than fifteen an hour all the goods and services he bought, they start losing their jobs. So the people who start losing their jobs in that thing through this ripple effect are all these people earning much more than minimum wage. Right. Well, and, 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 and But they think we're idiots by trying to sell it to us, like right. we're idiots.
0: Well, it's so simplistic. They're bite-sized words and, uh, and phrases, rather. And they, they, that's good enough. And then the other bite-sized phrase that they gave us was uh, when Obama became... President and he offered this, you know, increase for only 2% of the population and 98% of the population, we see a decrease in their taxes. And very smart liberal friends I knew, they say, that sounds great. That's wonderful. Only 2% will be affected. And uh, 98% of the country, wonderful. Isn't that great? They they didn't ask who these 2% were and and, uh, they didn't ask by how much or if this would have an impact uh, that would severely impact the entire economy. It, 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 yeah. this, is, this is the simplistic thinking because they think you're stupid. They truly do.
1: Right. And also, simplistic thinking goes hand in hand with immoral thinking because nowhere in their uh, endless quest for fairness did they ever ask themselves is it moral to levy fees and penalties and punishments on 2% of the people just because?
0: Right. Well, that, that's, yeah, just because. That's right. The morality question, it goes beyond the, the intelligence question, though. And, and the point is, I, I think, you know, I, I have this conversation with my brother once in a while and some other intellectual liberals that I, that I know who like to say, uh, you know, look at the elite universities. Don't you know they're all liberal? Okay. So, you know, to suggest that liberalism is correct, no, okay. no. that, that being a Democrat is the way to go. Um, the Democrat Party is, is correct because, you know, All these uh, elite universities support the Democrat Party. There are virtually no conservative professors, you know, not not of any serious consequence.
1: Yeah, they're all like Professor Jonathan Gruber of MIT. That's right. Therefore,
0: therefore it must be correct. You know, talk about simplistic and, frankly, uh, stupid thinking, right? I mean, it's not to use his own phrasing, right? The correlation is so, so silly. Okay, if you want to make that association that all the intellectual elites are Democrat, and therefore, liberalism is correct, right? Well, you also have to take the bad with the good, right? Because uh, all the poor people also want to, to believe in liberalism and they they love it too. Yeah, the so, extremely overeducated and the extremely undereducated, under-educated all agree. Right. Therefore, so but you're only looking at the the, the, the overeducated. <laughs> right. Well, you also have to take the undereducated, and you have to say, well, wait a minute, they're under, they're undereducated. They they can't seem to understand anything, and they're voting for liberalism, and and it's like that that woman after Obama was elected the first time, where she says, you know, now I don't have to worry about my mortgage. Now I I can get free gas. And okay. This Obama is, cash from his stash. That's right. So that's the way they think. So you also have to take that, and and then of course you have to take everything else, which is that these elite colleges that that my liberal friends love so much, they're also wildly anti-Israel. Yeah. It, okay. So 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 is yeah. anti-Israelism, is that intellectual? Is that what you're going to tell me now? Because uh, a lot of my Jewish friends are, are at the very least are not anti-Israel. Um, so uh, they're they're liberal, but they're they're not anti-Israel. Uh, they, they're they're pro-Israel. And um, so how do you reconcile that, Batman?
1: Yeah, the right. mental gesticulation you have to go
0: through yeah, to
1: reconcile the contortions that the elitely educated and the non-educated, oh. the absolute lowest common denominator of ignorant thinking agree on the same thing would lead a thinking person like you and me to come up with only one conclusion. Wow, what suckers those overeducated educated were Paying vast sums of money
0: To become as ignorant as people who spent no money on education Well, and and, and not only that But the the great intellectuals of the the 20s and the the 30s They loved communism Okay, so does that mean communism was great? Was right? And a lot of intellectuals love fascism Does that mean fascism was right? I mean, I I can play this game all day long But here's the point There's one thing that that, um, That incorporates this theme beautifully and that is to use Jonathan Gruber's words stupidity okay it is not stupidity specifically but a an inability to think a, dis, a decision better yet not to think the surrendering of your analytical abilities that's what it is that explains everything we just talked about uh, if you surrender you, you can only believe in communism as a great thing if you truly surrender your analytical abilities. You can only believe that Obamacare will work if you surrender your analytical abilities. You can only believe that global warming is going to lead to 20 feet of water if you surrender your analytical ability. And so on. That's what we're dealing with right now. And you and I as conservatives. And I, I, and I actually think even the vast majority of conservatives, even the simple folk in, in the so-called flyover country, the farmers, you know, the yokel that they like to make fun of, you know, the, the ones that are clinging to their God and, and guns, right? Those guys, even they think better. Even they have a natural suspicion. Even even they are naturally sus, uh, skeptical. They don't take things on faith.
1: Are you saying that these people, along with us, engage in critical thinking? I, it, Meanwhile, is, these elite and the uneducated who both believe every word Democrats sell them on, on the TV,
0: are not engaging in critical thinking? That is exactly what I'm saying, my good friend. I'm talking about, what's that word I'm looking for? Irony. Yeah, that's right, irony. Everything that you would expect coming out of the intellectual uh, elite colleges, you would expect to be intellectual. But in fact, they don't have any rigor. It's in anti-intellectual. The, it's, it's truly, that's why they have the speech codes. You brought this up a couple of podcasts ago. The speech codes are, is anything but analytical it, it it's designed specifically to not make you think you must think this way and and not only to speak speak this way but you must think this way they make you feel guilty for thinking anything else they tell you that you're a racist that's another simplistic way and then you raise your hand like the, like the guy in life of Brian and say i'm not <laughs> but everyone else is you know yes we're all racist <laughs> right yeah. and and you're the voicing oh, no no not me i'm not and, uh, and that's the way it is. You know, we're constantly saying, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I look back now in my past in, in college. I went to Stanford, and I'm, I'm actually quite proud of, of who I was back then. I never followed that crowd. I always said, you know, as, as everyone was mulling about saying how how we need to fight Ronald Reagan, Reagan was the president at the time, uh, how Reagan's a dummy. And, and, and I would say, well, it seems to be that we really brought out the best in America by embracing market capitalism and innovation, what what uh, society would you prefer and they were unable to respond and, I, and I, this is during the height of the anti apartheid movement too, and apartheid is an evil enterprise I, I get that, but it's, it seemed to me that they were, they, they were clearly just trying to evoke some sort of a 60's past for themselves that they get to be um, you know, uh, hippies just like the 60s were. This is their time, you understand. And apartheid it was going to be their movement. And, uh, but of course, it begs the question well, if, if, they were, if it was not a black and white situation, for example, if it were a, oh, I don't know, Sunni Shia situation, or one tribe versus another in Africa situation, and everything else being exactly the same thing.
1: Could you, use tootsies.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't give a crap, would you? And by the way, it is happening all over the place. All over the place. And, and, but it, because it's white and black, that's when you get agitated. But that's simplistic thinking, but that's what they, that's what they do best. And you, you tell them it's simplistic thinking. How do you reconcile these things you say? Jonathan Gruber has done us a great favor, my friends. He's really elucidated this notion of stupidity. I mean, it's, it, these are his words, not, not ours. These are his words. He said, to get this passed, the people who vote for this are stupid. And the
1: people who voted for this were not people. They were not citizens. Right. They were Democrat elected officials right. that the Tea Party was saying at the time are stupid. Right. That's what... That's who he was saying was stupid. Elijah Cummings, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Nancy Pelosi, Barbara Lee, Maxine Waters, Harry Reid. Harry Reid, Sheila Jackson Lee, on and on and on. They're the, Al Franken, they're the stupid ones, and he's calling
0: them that. That's right. That's exactly right.
1: Brilliant, Barack.
0: Uh, thank you. But, you know, but he also elucidated all this for us. And, and then, you know, it's like one of those situations when somebody lies once, you, you know, the, what's the next question? Why did? Uh, why should I trust you again? Right. Where has he lied in every other? You know, where is?
1: Yeah. Have you stopped? Where has he lied elsewhere? Yeah. Right? Have you stopped raping the woman today? Have you stopped
0: being your wife today? Have you stopped lying today? Right. Yeah. You know. Well, it, seriously, if you if you if you heard somebody, you know, that you trusted all this time, and you caught him, you know, in a really brazen lie to you, and then it makes you wonder, okay, what else has he lied about? Or another example is. Uh, and you, caught, you, you catch your spouse cheating, okay? Then you wonder, okay, how, how many other times has she cheated? With how many other men? And if it, you know, obviously, if it's a, if vice versa for a man. Um, how many other times? Your, your mind just starts racing. You have no idea at that point. So it begs the question, doesn't it? If they think we're stupid in, with, a, with regard to Obamacare, they clearly thought we were stupid on other things, too.
1: Amnesty, minimum wage, high taxes. Benghazi. Benghazi, IRS, AP, Fast and Furious.
0: We'll fool them all. Yeah. They, they, they had these backroom conversations, these, these Gruber conversations, right, with every one of those things we just mentioned that you just mentioned as well. Uh, for example, the IRS uh, scandal. Okay? So they were caught up with their pants down on that. And then they say, how will we parlay this? how will we talk about this well we'll say that we didn't know anything about it for one thing which is the first attack always uh, that lowest learner acted on her own it was these rogue people in cincinnati right and by the way there were some liberal groups that were targeted also so therefore it's not so bad yes and and we'll, and, and never mind that percentages are wildly out of whack it's i think it was 94% actually, versus 6% actually
1: that was a lie there were no liberal groups targeted
0: oh okay there were none all right, that, that, you know, but, but that's what they say. Yeah, that's that's the point, said. and and even even if their facts were true, it would be absurd, right? It, it, it truly absurd. So you would you would never say. I mean, just the, this is the critical thinking coming out, right? You wouldn't never say about an employer, who um, who is a racist, for example, and he has, you know, well, gosh, I I did hire six percent people who, you know, were black. Never mind that. Almost all of them, you know, there was an equal number of black people and white people coming in. But, but I, I hired the vast majority of the, of the white people, but only 6% of the black people. I think you would have a problem with uh, the NAACP and many other uh, minority rights groups, wouldn't you? Uh, I mean, the ACLU would be all over you. The EEOC. the uh, Of course. Uh, all of, course. of them. But yeah. when it comes to their percentages, when it's when it, they're the ones doing the discriminating, mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah, it's a whole 6%, a gigantic
1: 6%. Can you believe 6%? Yes. Wow, that's huge. So, But
0: this is the critical thinking, so I don't want to drill down too much on it because it's too easy. Yeah. But
1: But, 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 but you make a great point. Gruber had the, uh, I'll say, good sense to finally tell us the truth, which mm -hmm. exposed the lie that Obama and Pelosi and all these people were telling us. Fact remains, uh, Lois Lerner has visited the White House more than Jonathan Gruber.
0: What were they talking about? Right. I agree. How often did they say a, a stupid? You know, Gruber, uh, he, he apparently came to the office seven times. Lois Lerner, we know, came even more times, like you said. And um, it, it, it's, uh, look, of course they talked about, about how to best parlay and, and massage Obamacare and everything else. They knew that, that this was going to be a fraud. They knew that you couldn't keep your doctor, you couldn't keep your policy. They knew that your uh, your your policies uh, would increase in premium, not by 2,500, not decrease by 2,500. They, they knew all these things. They knew Benghazi was was a big lie, and and that one bothers me the most, uh, because there these we're talking about die. people died. Yeah, yeah. P- people uh, very important and good people died. People who loved America, who were serving America, not just. I mean, look, nobody should be dying at all. I'm, these are there's these are innocent people, but these are. These are our own people. They, these are uh, these were heroes. Heroes who were fighting for America and they were left alone. That's what bothers me so much. And um, so that they would have a uh, a powwow about how to best parlay this this disaster that happened, and then say, we'll say it's a video because here, look, this is a video. I bet a lot of people got upset about that. Yeah, yeah, go with that and then hillary clinton goes to one of the victims spouses one of the wives and says don't worry we're going to get to the to the bottom of this and we're going to arrest this man who created this video as if somehow by by nodding her head then this woman will say it will go along with the program too or maybe that she'll believe it but she didn't believe it you could see it in her face like lady what the f are you saying
1: yeah mrs smith is a hero for not yeah Buying that line. Now, what's very interesting is with Gruber's behavior, it's it's almost like he learned from someone because he is in your analysis, quite accurately, you're saying he's calling not us stupid but them. <coughs> someone else called them stupid about 14 days ago. The election was 10 days ago as of this recording. Her name was Mary Landrew. She was starting to fall behind in the polls in Louisiana for reelecting her to the Senate seat that she holds as a Democrat. And remember how she was asked by Chuck Todd, what's the problem? Why aren't your constituents supporting you? And she said, it's because they're racist, sexist idiots. Wow. And remember, she's not talking about the Republicans who didn't vote for her.
0: Right. She's talking about the Democrats who did. Yes, I recall that she said there's a lot of racism and sexism here.
1: Yeah.
0: And so it's uh, amazing when so, you put. But, but, wait, but wait, but she, but they voted her in at some point. Did they? Did they all? Twenty beca-
1: t- t- over twenty years, they did. Right. Ever Since the like 1992.
0: Yeah. So so somehow they're okay with her then. But when when the tides start changing, then suddenly they're racist and sexist.
1: Right. The same people who voted for Barack Obama in two elections suddenly became racist during the midterm <laughs> yeah. elections exactly. when they voted against him.
0: Or maybe a whole bunch of white people moved into Louisiana. You know, who knows. Right. Uh, Anyways, it's so. Look, this this ability of the uh, the left, and I'm talking about the hard left here, of course. I'm not saying every liberal. I never, I never can say every liberal. Although I wonder why liberals today are liberal. I just, I don't know why they ever were. It's
1: mind boggling. But
0: at this point, you are seeing leftism in its most raw form. I'd I'd like to think that if I were a a, a, um, a lefty. Or liberal, that I would now say, you know what, I'm done with this. I, I'm I'm conservative but again. I, I would I would convert yet again because this would be an epiphany moment for me, yet again.
1: I know I would. Yeah. And and you know we we converted with a lot less right pressure on us and influence and information. But what's going on
0: today? And you you actually see this this conversion happening. That's what these election results were. Yeah. This is. Now, going back to the stupidity comment, because it's, it's so related, it's, as we said, it's, it's not so much stupidity, it's the willing surrender of your analytical abilities, right? Now, go back to a comment from one Hillary Clinton after the uh, Benghazi disaster and her testimony, and her famous line is, there are four dead Americans, at this point, what difference does it make, right? Okay. Now, parse that out and see that in the theme of what we've just been talking about, which is that she doesn't want anyone to analyze it. Because it's, it's really quite a stupid comment when you think about it. At this point, what difference does it make? She is literally asking you not to think or ask any questions. That's right. And the response should have been, it, you know, he didn't have the presence of mind, I, I get that, but to say, uh, lady, or madam secretary, it makes all the difference in the world. This is about accountability. You might as well ask. Um, you know, after a murder Well, what difference does it make? Somebody's dead, and you can't bring him back to life So, what difference does it make?
1: Yeah, he's dead, do we really want to go through a trial? Do we really want to spend all uh, Okay, This so, is about so, justice So O.J. killed Nicole, do we really want to spend all this money? Do we want to rile up the community? Isn't O.J. a nice guy? Why should we ruin a legend?
0: Yes, right, he's not going to What it difference again? does it make? <laughs> what difference His does it make?
1: His problem I? was with Nicole and her waiter
0: Right and, and uh, somebody actually gave the, the example the other day. And it was a liberal friend of mine saying that, that somebody had put back the money or had und- done something that, that was wrong. He put back the money back in the coffers. And therefore, what difference does it make? Yeah. And, I, and I, I responded back, isn't that like saying that you rob a bank? In fact, it's exactly like that. And then you get caught. And then you just say, you know what? I still have the luggage is full of mo- money. Here you go. I'm so sorry about that. And, and the bank has its money back. Do you go to jail? Yeah, you betcha. You're going to go to jail because it wasn't the fact that, that you you made the bank whole. It wasn't You that committed you, see, a, you right. committed a crime. That's yeah. what that's what the difference is. The difference is justice. That's what it is, Madam Secretary. And and for you to actually be angry at us for asking the questions, that we will not accept.
1: Right. And there's a, a further point to that, which is this. Let me ask you this, counselor: Is a crime called attempted murder a crime? Yeah, you, you Why? betcha. Why? It was an attempt. You betcha. I, I, it was just an attempt. <clears throat> right. Yeah. What difference? Is, it, was, it was an attempt. <laughs> I didn't succeed. Right. Right. Same thing.
0: Yes, you are absolutely right about that. And um, in crime, there is uh, attempted murder, for example, attempted theft, um, and, and and by and large, you'll still get sentenced. Aiding and abetting. <laughs> uh, you'll still get sentenced. Uh, By and large, it's about half of what the sentence for the actual committed crime. So if you were if you would be sentenced to 50 years for murder, you for the the exact same thing, you'd be sentenced to 25 years instead. Why that's so is a a question uh, because the man is still alive, let's say, but it doesn't matter. Uh, At least he's getting punished severely. And uh, so one wonders about that. But, But let's not talk about that, that the main point is this theme of stupidity and the the Beautiful irony of it all is it only reflects their own stupidity to not ask the question. Like, and Gruber should have asked the question. You know, they're going to figure this out, and then it's all going to unravel upon us. Same thing with Benghazi. Same thing with the IRS scandal. Same thing with Fast and Furious, and God knows how many other scandals. They're going to figure this out. So we, let's not let's not play this game right now. And remember, we did a podcast about this a long time ago. Everyone sees your BS. And if you thought about that, then you would never engage in this nonsense in the first place. You would never think like that. Let's see if we can dazzle them. Let's see if we can fool them. Because it's only a matter of time before you actually have to meet the teacher and say, I don't have my homework.
1: Or they get the product home and realize it doesn't work as designed or sold to you.
0: And they get pissed. That's right. That's the matter of time. And that's the thing that I want us all to take away. His, his stupidity comment reflects his own stupidity. It reflects the, the stupidity of the liberal agenda that actually thinks that it can advance these crazy things and that people won't figure it out. That, my friend, is stupid. This is Barack Lurie. This has been the Barack Lurie podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you real soon.